Hey everyone, this is the Voices in Japan podcast with your hosts Ben and Burke. On today's show, we talk about some strange, unique food that you may encounter if you live or visit Japan. Between the two of us, we have pretty much tried every kind of Japanese food there is, and we share our thoughts on these unique foods. Some of the foods we mention include natto, which is fermented bean curd, and is probably the most well known unusual food in Japan, which most people have heard of.、Uh, we also talk about whale meat, raw chicken, and many, many more. If you enjoy the podcast, leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, and also leave us a donation if you like by clicking the link in the description. All right, enjoy the show. So, today, what are we talking about? We are talking about strange food. Strange、yes. food, yeah. I know we talked a bit about this in one of the episodes of Yuki, Benefits of the Japanese Diet. We talked about some of the strange foods that we have experienced right at the end of the episode. Yeah, it was kind of more in passing or just kind of mentioning. It wasn't really focused on it. Right,、that. right.、Yeah. So, today, we're going to focus on. Some strange or unique foods you've either heard of or you've actually experienced in Japan. And we'll talk about if,、uh, if we've had them and what we actually think about them. Yes. So let's,、uh, I mean, a common one, actually, I was, I was checking out some lists for this topic online, and the most common, strangest food that was always at the top was. Uh, natto, yeah, 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 fermented, not surprising beans, right? Be- and I think most、beans. most people know about natto. I mean, we 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 spoke about it quite a few times, right? Yeah, I remember it was interesting because you said that you、uh, kind of developed a taste for it, yeah, yeah, and now, and now I love it, yeah. <laughs> you thought it might be because like you were having other soy products that kind of got your body used to it, which I guess is. Could be how it happened, but but yeah, but now you said you eat it quite often, yeah. And you, you like it? Oh, yeah, I love it. I mean, to be honest, I don't eat it that much. My daughter eats it all the time and like all sorts of different dishes, but、uh, I kind of go through periods where I'll eat it for a while and I won't. To be honest, the only reason I don't really like it is because it can be a little bit of a pain to eat. It's a bit dirty as well, right? Like, I always need like a tissue to kind of wipe、yeah. my face or my, my yeah. mouth. Yeah. <laughs> and like, you kind of have to just accept that you're going to have like streamers a little bit、uh, coming from your mouth to your chopstick and stuff. Yeah. Otherwise, you're going to be wiping your mouth like after every bite or yeah, something. Yeah. So you got to kind of accept yeah. that. Yeah. And also, I don't know about you, but like in our household, we kind of always have to rinse the packet, you know? The, right. Yeah. Because、like, you're supposed to rinse out packaging. Before you throw them in the recycle bin. And、uh, the natto box is usually a, a little bit harder to, to rinse than 
most plastic things because it's so sticky. (laughs) Yeah. Like even the water can't uh, take it off. And you got to use your fingers and stuff to to rinse it out of it. Jet wash to blast it off. Yeah. So that, but that's uh, the most common one that you're saying on these lists. Is that, is that one that you were going to bring up? No, no, no. I was just just, like basically saying, um, but um, so I found this list from live Japan, live Japan, live Japan. How do you pronounce that? Not quite sure, actually. We've we're obviously we've talked to those people before, but I don't know if it's Live Japan or Live Japan. Yeah. I would assume it's Live Japan, yeah, being Western, but Live Japan also would make sense for Japan because they use live a lot in terms of as a as a noun, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like a go to a live live show. But they yeah. cut out the show and just called it alive. Oh, so you're talking about Japanese words. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so sure. maybe they're using it in that way. Well, I don't know if it's oh, – actually, I think it is a Japanese company, but it's uh, operated by a lot of foreign people. Um, but, yeah, when I see it, I want to say live Japan. Yeah, yeah, me too. That's my initial instinct, live Japan. Yeah. But uh, but live Japan would make more sense, I think. Maybe we should ask them. Yeah. <laughs> ask them. yeah. <laughs> we should. Or they can reach out to us if they're listening. Go. Yeah, live Japan. Like Japan. So, uh, yeah, I have this list of uh, unique foods. So, natto is number one. Uh, number two, basashi. We spoke about this before as well. Raw horse meat. Um, three, goya. Yeah. What is goya? Goya is it's actually, I think... A it's a f- vegetable. Well, Isn't it? that's an interesting thing. It's actually a melon. Oh, yeah, but uh, many people consider it a vegetable because of the. It's a very bitter yeah, taste from yeah. Okinawa, and it, yeah, from Okinawa. And uh, I mean, when I first started eating it, um, yeah, I thought it was a vegetable as well because it served kind of like a vegetable dish uh, at the same time when vegetables are served. But it's actually a melon. Yeah. Do so. you, Do you like it? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I me neither. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of one of those things where. Actually, when I saw it, I was like, it looked like it'd be tasty, kind of like a green pepper type of thing or something. But yeah, it's a, that's one taste. It's, it's kind of like, I feel like I'm eating like bitter wood. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, when you ate it, how did you eat it? Did, how did you prepare it? I was at, uh, I think, well, most commonly it's at Okinawan restaurants here in Sapporo that I go to. I've had it. Uh, I don't think we eat it. Uh, hardly at home at all because my wife knows that I don't like it and I don't see her eating it. I don't know if it's because she doesn't like it or because she knows I don't like it. Mm. But uh, Go- Goya champuru. Do you know that? No, what's so that? that? So that's the Okinawan dish that it usually comes in. Okay. Which is like with tofu, uh, Goya and Spam. So actually I, actually, I really like that dish. That's the only dish I can eat Goya is in that. That would kind of make me feel like it's ruining the taste of the Spam or something. I've <laughs> <laughs> in there like... Yeah, but I was, but you could so you can eat it when it's in that dish. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I guess it's a bit more cooked, so the bitterness kind of gets balanced out with the the saltiness of the spam, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so goya, goya for uh, raw chicken. We spoke about this as well on the the episode of Yuki. Um, yeah, yeah, raw chicken. I I like it, Burke. You think it's a bit odd well yeah it is odd yeah well as a westerner especially and and uh i I talked about this in that episode but yeah i was made to eat it by my uh senior or senpai on a business trip once down to kyushu kyushu uh and uh 
I wasn't sure if I wanted to eat it or not, but uh, he was like, come on, it's really popular in this part of the country. You should try it. So I was like, all right, well, I guess uh, if people actually eat this, I'll try eating it. But uh, yeah, the only reason I liked it is because it had a lot of soy sauce or some other sauce with it. So I think that's why I was enjoying it. But uh, interestingly enough, do you know why it's considered safer or why, uh, or I guess basically how it's prepared, why it is supposed to be less edible risk (laughs) of uh, salmonella poisoning? No, no, I don't know that. Yeah, so they say that actually that the the, uh, meat that they use for the uh, torizashimi or chicken sushi is... uh, it's meat it comes from the inner part of the breast. Ah, uh, so it's a special cut. Yeah, so it's thin. A is thinly sliced, but it's also from the inner part of the breast. So it's, I don't think it's actually the outer meat of the breast, but it's the inner meat, and uh, so it's supposed to have less chance of uh, some kind of salmonella uh, contamination or anything else. So, so did you like it? Uh, that's is that the one and only time you've tried it? Yes, and that will be the last time that I had. <laughs> I think. Uh, I mean, I, we had two dishes, and I, like I said, I got sick after that trip. And I don't know if it was because of that, because I got sick a few days later. So if it were actually salmonella poisoning or something, I would have, uh, salmonella? Salmonella? How do you say it? Yeah, salmonella. Salmonella. Yeah. Uh, it would have been like obviously immediate, and it would have been a lot worse than it was. But, uh, but yeah, but you say you like it because. Yeah, yeah. So I, I mentioned previously that I had it on my first night of arriving in Japan at a, at a work <laughs> welcome party, how, you know, all the students just dived into it. And my coworker who also came from the UK was a bit freaked out by it and, and refused to eat it. But you know, when, when in Rome, I, I, I dove straight in and, and I really liked it. And ever since then, I probably had it a handful of times since then in, in the 12 years I've been here. And I, I had it last in uh, in the summertime, so about three months ago. Mm. And there was a really famous uh, restaurant near my near my home that's famous for for this raw chicken. Really? Yeah, and it's always fully booked. Oh wow! Yeah. So, man, and, and you don't see people walking out sick. No, no, <laughs> dude. I, I, I want to take you. I think you'll change your mind. <sighs> All right, I'll consider. <laughs> I'll consider. Well, the other thing they say is a lot of the restaurants that serve this, they they get the farms from small farms where the chickens are supposed to be fresh and high quality and healthy yeah. and everything. So. so I think this place is kind of one of those places that they have their own, you know, local produce that's set. But also, like, the way they cook it is, I think it might be a bit different from what you expect. Like, you'd expect raw chicken to just be completely raw, mm. right? But they, they kind of cook it on the outside. Okay. So the inside is raw, and you can see that. And I think the having the outside a little bit cooked kind of might make it a bit more uh, palatable. Palatable? Is yeah, that right? Palatable, yeah. Am I using that correctly? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, well, all right. I'll, I'll, I'll try it. I'll, well, maybe. I'll, <laughs> I'll think about it. I'll think about it. And it's family run too, so. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Number five on this wrist, uh, list is... Oh, uh, oh, so. <laughs> list <laughs> LNR, you have been in Japan for a long time. Number five on Ben's wrist. <laughs> the wrist is a uh, tarako or mentaiko, yeah. which is uh, pollock roe or fish eggs. Yeah. And that's kind of very popular, actually, in, uh, in Japan. And I know a lot of kids like it. Do you like it, Burke? No, this is another one I don't like very much. How about I you? like it in um 
Have you had a taraco pasta? Yes, and uh, that's especially where I don't like it <laughs> because I often go to the uh, convenience store. Well, not often, but sometimes when I go to convenience store to buy like lunch, and I'll like quickly grab grab a pasta. I think it's like it's some kind of meat pasta, and then take it out and eat it. And I find out it's like the mentaiko pasta or something, and it's so disappointing. <laughs> like, what the heck is this, man? Yeah, and that, that's the only time I do like it. You do like, yeah, that? is when it's in pasta. It's the only time I've eaten it or I do eat it because、uh, yeah, and in in our household, the the lady likes to cook、uh, mentaiko pasta, really, yeah, or she likes mentaiko. And so she eats it quite often,、um, like, you know, straight out of the packet or whatever. But that's when I don't eat it. But if she makes it in pasta, that'll be the time I eat it. Had you had mentaiko before you came to Japan? Or no,、yeah. no, no, no.、Yeah. I mean,、yeah. it's not common for people in England to eat、uh, fish eggs. I think, right? Yeah, and there's obviously a lot of different kinds of fish eggs as well. But pollock roe mentaiko is probably the most common, popular one in Japan. But it looks a little bit sausage-looking, like the eggs are so small, right? The way it's prepared.、Uh, yeah, so that's、uh, that's number five.、Yeah. You, you don't like that. Your family,、no. your family like that? Well,、uh, yeah, my daughter has like、uh, actually recently she's been、uh, putting it on her rice a lot. My wife has been putting on her rice a lot. There's like little mentaiko.、Uh, it's kind of like dried a little bit mentaiko、uh, pellets-looking things.、Um, I do like other types of fish egg、uh, Japanese dishes, but just mentaiko is one. There's、um, ikura as well. Yeah, do you like that yeah, one? Yeah, I, I love that. That's salmon, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, see that one, I don't like. Oh really? I、yeah. love that one. Why don't you like? Because it, it like explodes. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's exactly. exactly what I like, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's like、uh, a nice little surprise. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, you really? I, I love. I mean, I can't eat a lot of it. If we go to sushi, I might have like one or two pieces, but I really like it. But I can't like. I mean, some like if you go to the fish market and stuff, you can get like don donburi, like a rice bowl with that on top. Yeah, I can't really. It's eat pricey, that much. right? It's expensive、yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, I can't really eat it that way because that's a little bit too much for me. But、yeah. but you like the explosion in your mouth. But, <laughs> yeah, but yeah I, I, I can't get used to that. <laughs> yeah, maybe I think that's one that I had as a child, and that's why. I can still like it now because I was introduced to it、uh, when I was very young. Nostalgic. <laughs> I mean, well, it's not nostalgic when I'm eating it, but maybe, maybe, yeah. The next one I have might be the most unique sounding food that I can.、Uh, that's on this list, in my opinion.、Um, Burke, what do you think it is? The most unique one on that list. Yeah, the most. <clears throat> The one, like when you hear it, you're just like, "No way, this can't be true."、Uh, I think I know. <laughs> I think I know. It's uh, is it?、Uh, oh, I'm looking at my own list here. It must be the、uh, shirako. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> What is that? What is that? Shirako. Shirako is actually. I gotta look at the description. <laughs> this is a, well, according to what I found. Shirako is a fish's sperm sack. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. This is like when like two little elementary school kids are like giggling. <laughs> sperm sack. Yeah, but it, you know, but it doesn't look like. I mean, it, it, the the appearance is actually pretty pretty disturbing, but it, it doesn't look like a、uh, a human sperm sack. <laughs> you don't think so. <laughs> Well, actually,、uh, I mean, the picture I'm looking at, <laughs> it, 
if uh, <laughs> so i take it you've never tried it uh i think i have actually without knowing what it was <laughs> yeah how about you yeah I've, I've tried it without knowing what it was and it, yeah i guess you're right it doesn't exactly look like a human version well, it looks like an uh kind of a raw egg a bit of a raw egg well the, the other thing the is white. like yeah well, the other thing is the dish i'm looking at the picture i'm looking at is a dish and i don't know if this is like multiple fish sperm sack it must be because it's like must have otherwise it'd be a big fish but <laughs> um but there's quite a few i guess if these are all individual it, it's a little bit more <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yes it does it's white and it's uh it's it kind of looks like blubbery <laughs> it's that texture that is common to semen <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I call. <laughs> uh, so, have you had it? I have had it. I had it raw, or you know, in its rawest form, by accident. Not, yeah, I guess not by accident. But I remember I went out to dinner with some Japanese friends, and they got it, but they didn't tell me what it was. They, they, ne I think they never do tell foreigners what it is until uh, they've actually tried it. Of course not, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then, you know, it came in like this little dish, more like a size of a shot glass kind of thing and my japanese friend was like you know got like a bunch of it for everyone just you know just just shoot it and there's like okay you know how bad can it be and it wasn't too bad actually like it didn't taste bad yeah and um i was like, oh yeah that's pretty good so you know you're, what what is it and then yeah he he dropped the bomb and i was i, I thought he was winding me up for the longest time but then you know did some research and yeah it is a uh, fish sperm sack <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's kind of like something that would be like on a reality tv program challenge or something to eat it but yeah it's pretty common man like, but there, there are other forms of eating it too uh, uh most notably uh tempura so that is actually really good Oh, really? Yeah, tempura sperm sack, <laughs> fish sperm sack. But and and the good thing is, it doesn't look like sperm at all. Well, it's because it has a fried breading on. Yeah, it yeah, and obviously, you know, it shapes into whatever shape it naturally forms into, which <laughs> usually just looks like anything. So yeah, I remember going on um uh on on a date with this girl, and and she ordered it, and she didn't tell me what it was either. And I thought like, oh, that looks kind of good, you know, because tempura is always good anyway. And then I had that. And then she told me what it was as well. And I was like, no way. They, they do it in tempura too. But that was really good. And that was like her favorite food. I remember it was like the first thing she ordered from the menu. It's not on a lot of menus. Like izakaya's normally is where you find it. So she was like really excited when she saw it on the menu. But she wouldn't tell me what it was until it <laughs> arrived at the table. Yeah. It kind of sounds like you've had this pretty often. But <laughs> I don't know. And, and it sounds like you go like it quite a lot, you know. Yeah, yeah. Good, good so for you, man. I, I recommend it. Tempura style. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, so that was another one. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So another one. Horse meat. No, sorry. Whale meat. Whale meat. Kajira. Yeah. That's a bit controversial. Yeah, Kujira. 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 Yeah. Well, I mean, still kind of controversial, right, in Japan. Or Have you had worldwide. it? No. Really? No. So. Out of moral principle or what? Uh, No, I'd, I'd, I'd try it. I would try it. But I don't know anyone that actually eats it, like, anymore. But I did receive a gift of a slab of Kujira one time. Kajira? Kujira? Kujira. Kujira. By a student, I remember um, she's she was old. She was like in her seventies, 
And I just remember telling her, I've never tried a whale meat before. And then, and then literally like, the next week she brought in like a wrapped <laughs> newspaper with some whale meat and just like put on a desk like through a telly yeah, table. <laughs> eat that. And then I, but I, for some reason I just never got around to eating it. I, I must have taken it home and then just forgot about it. And I think you got to eat it pretty soon. You know, fish doesn't yeah last that long fish, but yeah I, I, that was my only opportunity to eat it and i i, I failed didn't, so, didn't get it so not only was whale sacrificed but you didn't even <laughs> eat it <laughs> yeah but <Yeah>, terrible <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, i mean it, it is controversial it's a big part of the japanese culture especially in certain parts of japan there's always uh international uh issues and groups going after japan uh for still uh fishing whale this is a big thing but, uh, yeah, I don't really want to get into the controversy of it today, but I, I've had it. I've had it at sushi, uh, uh maybe you, once you or get twice. It at sushi, yeah, like most, most sushi restaurants. I don't know if you can get it at most, but I have had it at a couple places before. Did you like it? Uh, to be honest, I mean, uh, as sushi, it was quite, I got it was quite good, but I did feel a little bit, you know, a bit guilty, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, but you know, I don't want to be the one preaching to Japanese people all the time, but, um, but so I don't know what's <laughs> better. Good. I, I mean, I think a lot of people have had it, but yeah, just like I think it's not as popular, obviously, as it was many, many years ago. And then I think even recently, it's uh, not being eating, eaten as, as widely as it may have been like even 20 years ago or something. Mm. But uh, maybe that's actually something we could do a whole episode about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, do, do, does your wife ever cook you whale meat? Or does no, she ever, we've does never she ever eat it as a family. Uh, no, we, we've never had it at home or anything. So. Yeah, yeah. Same, same with mine. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, whale meat. And um, obviously, that, that's kind of related to dolphin meat. Well, interesting. They say that because it's it's a mammal, it's a, the taste is more similar to a land animal than fish. Oh, yeah. all right. So more like chicken. Yeah, that'll <laughs> probably make people feel even more guilty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Next one, uh, intestines. Intestines, or what the Japanese called hormon. Hormon, yeah. yeah. Pig and cow guts. And yes, it's uh, it looks how you think it would look. Yes, very uh, gutty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But interesting enough, the name hormon hor actually is a verb that means to throw away. Ah, so these are the part of the animal that are normally thrown away in most cultures uh, for dishes and stuff. But uh, yeah, this became a popular dish in Japan. Who knows uh, how many years ago? But uh, hormon. I mean. You, when you first hear it, most people think they're saying hormone. Yeah. Like a hormone. Right, as in like... Um, like like the, what's, a, what's a hormone? The ones that come out of your pituitary gland. Right, right, yeah. yeah. That's, that's exactly or what I thought. Estrogen or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it hormones. actually means um, a th- disposable food. Yeah, right? ho- horumono. Yeah. Horu is to throw away and mono is thing. So yeah, obviously in a lot of cultures when they're preparing the uh, meat from an animal, uh, the innards or what is thrown away uh, and just uh, other parts of the body are served as the meal. But uh, yeah, this dish hormone uh, is something that is popular in Japan. Yeah, and I think most Japanese people I know love it. I mean, do you, do you like it, Bert? Uh To be honest, I don't. It's got a very unique taste. 
And uh, no, it's it's not something that I like at all. This is another one that I don't like. But it's I think especially pop. It becomes popular for um, for college students or university age students because it's I think it's a little bit less expensive when you go out to restaurants that serve it and stuff. And so yeah, I think this is uh, something that becomes especially popular for uh, Japanese people that age, and they continue to eat it after that as well i uh, i love it man you love it yeah yeah really yeah. yeah i like to eat it at, at barbecues so it's always the the first meal or first part of a barbecue is to cook the hormone because it's um it's so kind of oily and greasy and salty that it gets the the fat drips into the, oh, the coals and it yeah. gets the flame going more um but yeah it's good it's good when, once it's cooked enough because it's very chewy the consistency so i don't like it when it's kind of undercooked but when it's cooked a bit more, yeah, it's really good, man. Well, then what about like, uh, I don't know if this is another one on that list or not, so maybe I'm jumping, but what about Motunabe? Is that on the list? No, it's not on my list, yeah, but um, that's quite similar, right? Yeah, what so is motsu? That's it. it's uh, made of, uh, I think it's beef innards mm. as motsu. So again, this is innards of the, of the cow, uh, stuff that is normally thrown away. But they make a uh, nabe out of it, which is like a boiling uh, water. Oh yeah, I love dish. that too, man. Yeah. yeah. Well, I love nabe. I love all sorts of nabe, especially as we get into the winter months here. But you like motsu nabe? Yeah, yeah, I love it. You, oh, don't, really? you don't like it? <laughs> no. I mean, I eat it sometimes because my wife really loves it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so we have that. I don't know if you've ever had it at home, but when we go out, we'll have it sometimes. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't like it, so we don't eat it that often. But you like that too. I like it, but I'm surprised that it's actually quite expensive. Like really? they have um, a lot of dedicated motsunabe restaurants okay. um, in Japan, and usually they're a bit more expensive than your regular standard nabe. Really? Yeah, that's what I found. And I'm always a bit surprised because, like you said, the innards are usually thrown away or discarded. So you would assume that they would be cheaper. But I think because motsu is so popular among Japanese people in general, I think a lot of Japanese people really like it. Mm. And I think a lot of people eat it on special occasions, I think. You know, Mm. um, it's like, oh, yeah, you know, I really feel like eating motsunabe. Let's go to a motsunabe restaurant. Um, Yeah. So a lot of my Japanese friends kind of see it as like a delicacy. Yeah. Well, just like you said, there's a lot of restaurants just for motsunabe. So... Yeah, man, Japanese people love it, but that, that's something that, yeah, the taste and the and it's a little bit the chewiness, yeah, yeah, the texture. I don't like that either. But yeah, but you like stuff exploding in your mouth, though. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like chewy stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm, gonna uh, leave, I'm gonna leave that one alone. <laughs> uh, next, I have um, chicken cartilage. Ah, yes, yeah. nankotsu, nankotsu, chicken nankotsu. cartilage. Yeah. Love that. I love that stuff. I like it, uh, especially as a kaya with some beers and stuff. But, uh, man, it's, uh, it kind of feels like you're chewing on ears. Yeah. Yeah. You don't like ears? <laughs> Pig ears? <laughs> Pig ears. Well, if they're prepared properly, yeah. But, I mean, it just kind of feels like, oh, I ever wonder what it's going to feel like chewing on a human ear. This is what <laughs> it's going to feel like. Yeah. I'd, I feel like, because um, I've had it in yakitori, right? A lot yeah. of the time, yakitori. And it, it kind of looks a bit like bone. So it looks like you're chewing on bone, but it's like softer bone, which is, I guess, what college kind of is. Mm-hmm. But no, I love, I love the country, the crunchiness because I like nuts and crisps. It's like my, my favorite food. So it's, for me, it's kind of like eating crisps. 
Well, it know? tastes good because it's like, you know, chicken taste and it's like at, at uh, yakitori, it's obviously cooked with some good salt, salty and everything. Definitely tasty. It's a good, uh, yeah, it's a good dish for izakayas and uh, yakitori. Uh, I think they're, yeah, but it's cartilage. <laughs> so <laughs> is it is it because of the name that puts you off or what it actually is rather than the actual taste? I just kind of, it always just makes me think like, oh, this is what it feels like eating ears. You know? <laughs> like, uh, this is what it would be like. Eating. But I still eat it. I eat a lot. It's not, it's not one that I dislike as much as like, uh, you know, the innards and stuff. So, so you wouldn't, you wouldn't order it. Like you'd eat it if someone else ordered it and it was on the table. Yeah, I don't think I've ever ordered it before. But if other people want to eat it, I think I've suggested it just because I know that most people like it. Mm. I so think especially I Japanese it. people like it. Yeah. Um, not many of my friends like it. Like my my foreign friends, like every time we go to yakitori, they they don't kind of veer off um, into the innards territory. You know, they would just stick to like chicken, beef. You know. The, you, the regular stuff yeah and then i always kind of put my hand up oh, can can, uh, can we get some hormone or something or some non-cots and everyone's like nope because <laughs> usually we share you know we share in like sticks and stuff yeah and, uh, family style yeah. yeah but sometimes i get one stick of non-cots to myself oh really mm, just for yeah. yourself yeah yeah or liver because you know, a, a lot of seems like a lot of people don't like liver yeah i like it just because i think it's really really healthy mm. yeah yeah uh yeah liver the taste itself it's a little bit too bloody yeah so, well i was the same when i was younger i didn't like it and then my tastes have changed and in the last probably about the last six months actually i've started to really like liver so every time i go to a meat restaurant or a yakitori restaurant i always get liver and everywhere does it a little bit differently and you could also get like a uh, white liver shiro liver they call it okay which is um, not as I guess not the flavor's not as rich so it's a bit lighter so that one is really good too and they obviously they put a lot of salt on it and it's and it makes it a lot better do you so like, I recommend that is it uh when you have it is it usually like small chunks or is it like big chunk small chunks yeah have you ever had a big chunk liver before a big chunk no I guess not you mean like a like a whole liver <laughs> with a knife Just and fork yeah, exactly <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't had that before. Not quite, yeah. <laughs> Not quite that. Like, uh, I went to uh, this uh, yakitori place in Tokyo once, and uh, it was actually the same guy that made me eat uh, raw chicken. <laughs> uh, he ordered, uh, well, because the guy there at the yakitori place was saying that he had, like, a special liver uh, dish that he, uh, it's not on the menu and everything, and so... The, uh, yeah, the, my senior was like, oh, we're going to eat that. He's like in his early sixties. And, uh, it came out and it was like these two chunks, uh, on one stick, like big chunks, probably about like, uh, maybe half the size of the back of your hand or a little bit bigger than that. Oh, so you, you know? got to have a good couple of bites to, to finish yeah, it. Yeah. And, uh, and it came out and the, the chef like, uh, put it there or the, and, and uh so he had to eat it and he walked away and when the guy walked away uh my senior was like you gotta eat both of those because i don't like liver 
I was like, I don't like liver either. And he was like, what? I thought you said you like liver. And I was like, no. And I was like, you don't like liver. Why did you order it? And he was like, no, because he said it's a special dish, man. We got to get the special dish. I was like, you got to be kidding me, man. I don't like liver to start with. And now you're making me eat like two of these. But I felt bad because he like genuinely, he was like, I can't eat it. I can't eat it. Man. I can't eat it. So, uh, yeah, I had two uh, chunks of uh, liver that are were both about the size of your back of your hand or something. So, and he didn't enjoy it. Uh, actually, no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think if it was good or not. I mean, it was. Yeah, no. I mean, it wasn't as bad as sometimes, but it still wasn't enjoyable. Yeah. I guess I haven't had liver in that state. Like, I've only had like just small chunks of it. You know, maybe like three really small, small chunks. chunks. Yeah, like a chunk of a a thumb size. I yeah. guess. Yeah. So that's probably not as yeah severe as what you've had. So maybe I should try eating like a big fist size and <laughs> well, see, that's see a, what happens. I don't think I don't even know if you're supposed to eat that much liver. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like it seems like a bit too much blood. Right. To right. Be eating, well, I suppose like just a little bit is hell, is good for you. Yeah, right? I felt like a vampire afterwards. <laughs> I had two huge chunks of liver, but nice liver. Fugu, of course. Yes. Um, blowfish, which yeah. I think is kind of well known around the world of being a popular dish in Japan. Yeah. I've never tried it. Have you tried it? Yeah. And it's also that dish that has this like mystique behind it, like, oh, this can kill you <laughs> if you, uh, if it's not prepared properly. It's like, how, how can I trust the, the chef, you know? Well, they need a license, right? The, the chefs to yeah. prepare yeah. blowfish. I have had it a few times. And actually, the best time I've had it, uh, I was uh, lucky enough to go to this like hole-in-the-wall uh, kitchen restaurant in Ginza, Tokyo once. But uh, yeah, this is, uh, it wasn't like a fancy-looking place or anything. It was like just a, a few tables in like this uh, house, actually. It was like in the middle of Ginza, which is obviously a, the high-end uh district of tokyo and uh and we had a, a, a few uh, good dishes but one of them was uh fugu uh sashimi and it was like just on a plate and all these very uh thin slices were fanned out on the plate uh so but i mean i didn't think anything special of it yeah what did, what did it taste like uh fish <laughs> <laughs> raw fish is is most of the time is it prepared uh sashimi I think so. I, well, I, I don't know, actually. I don't know. I've only had it, I mean, I've only had it a few times, and it was always uh, sashimi. Is it expensive? I think uh, I think it's uh, more expensive than regular. Yeah, mm. I know. Of, I heard yeah. there's a couple of specialized uh, fugu restaurants in Suskino that is, uh, my friend said, was pretty expensive. So if you ever want to check out fugu in Suskino, Sapporo, there's, there's uh, maybe a couple of restaurants. But, yeah, I don't know why I haven't tried it out, actually. I don't think it's very common to eat it. Like it's not a a dish that people eat like on a weekly basis. Maybe no, it's like a I don't special so. special kind of dish. Yeah, that's probably why I haven't eaten it. But uh, yeah, I definitely will try it. Hopefully, I'll go. Yeah, you got to go to a reputable, you know, fugu place with the, all the licenses because there have been stories of people dying from the poison. Um, I don't know how often that happens. Probably not very often, but I'm sure it's happened once or twice. Uh, yeah, fugu. Fugu. Uh, next one I have is uh, uni. Uni. Uni, which is sea urchin. Yeah. Yeah, which I love. Yeah, I'm Some not the biggest don't. fan. Not the biggest fan. The texture. Texture. It's a bit slimy, I guess, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. Do you, uh, the uh, camping trip that takes place every year, you guys actually have gotten oh, out from the ocean. Yeah, from the ocean. We shouldn't, but uh, I've known of people that do go diving into the ocean at Shakotan, which is this beautiful peninsula in Hokkaido, and you can go and get uni. And I've heard that people have got it, and they can you can eat it straight out of the, the ocean. We can't eat it straight away. You've got to... I mean, I don't know if anyone is, knows what uni or sea ocean looks like. It's like black, hundreds of spikes that come out of it. So if you pick it up with your hand, it's going to hurt. It's going to prick you. So you need gloves. And then you're supposed to cut it open. And there's a tiny bit of insides that you're supposed to eat, which is the, the yellow, orangey part. But there's obviously a lot of guts inside. So you've got to kind of wash it off. And then usually one uni, you're left with about a fingernail portion of what is actually edible. Really? Yeah. So to get, you know, enough for, for example, a piece of sushi, you need like five or six unis. Mm. So I think that's why uni is so expensive because it's hard to get. There's not much per uni. And yeah, you also you need a license to to get them. So those people that do go to Shackleton and dive for uni, you're not allowed. And there's usually troopers on their boats looking out for people that are actually going out and getting unis. And I've heard of people actually getting caught, um, and you get quite a hefty fine. Oh really? Yeah. And there's there's usually like just a couple of old dudes going around in a boat and just going up and down, and. I think yeah, and if they get you, then it's a pretty hefty fine. So mm. unless you find a real nice secret spot um, where you can see if anyone's coming, I wouldn't recommend diving for uni. But it's good fun, actually, just trying to get it. Like, you don't have to eat it. Just catch it, throw it back in. Yeah. But you like it. I love it. But I've only had it in Shakotan, like <laughs> straight out of the ocean from a shop that was like right on the ocean. Uh, so every year in Shakotan, they have a uni festival in June, May or June. So they set up stalls right by the ocean. And literally the people catch it from the ocean. They put it on the stalls. And you have to go there really early, like four and four or five in the morning. Because by seven, eight, everything's gone. Mm. And it's pretty cheap if you get it there. Like you can get like a big kind of box, like a... Probably B, I don't know, what size is this book? B5, B5, B4, B5, B5 size uh, box of uni for about 5,000 yen, so mm. $50. Um, and then you usually go to like the convenience store and buy like an already bought carton of cooked rice and then put the uni on top. And yeah, it's so good, man, just fresh. I've never actually had it where it's not straight out of the ocean. So I've never had it in a sushi restaurant before, so I'm sure. Oh, so you don't order good. it when you go to sushi? No, 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 because it's expensive, and I know it's not going to taste as good as what I've had before. Sure. So I'm only used to having it when I go to Shakotan. It's the only okay. time I have it. Yeah. What about uh, unagi? Unagi eel? Yeah, is that on your list? Probably no, not it's on your not because I think it's more list. common. Yeah. Uh, but do you like unagi? I do like unagi. Yeah, I like it on a. I always get it at sushi. And um, unagi don, like in a in a on a rice bowl, especially during the season. Oh, I think actually you put up a uh, photo 
maybe yeah. on the Facebook page. Right, yeah, I think that was last or this uh, this summer, maybe. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was really good. So you like it? Yeah, yeah. yeah you? Not, I don't really like. Well, I think it's because like the first time I had unagi was a bit on accident. Uh, I was at the uh, supermarket. Is when I was new, uh, newly arrived in Japan, and I think it was during season. So it might not have been when I had just gotten here, but it was within that first year. And uh, there were all, all these special bento boxes, lunch boxes, Japanese lunch boxes put out uh, in the supermarket. And uh, because it was the season, you know, and uh, I thought it was some kind of like beef dish or something. I was like, oh, this must be really good because they're putting a whole bunch of these out, you know, like on a special display. So, yeah, I bought it and I took it home. Uh, ready to have a nice bite of some kind of like meat. Uh, but you know, the texture is a little bit different. So I should, I should have been able to tell that it wasn't like beef. But obviously when I put it in my mouth and bit into it, the taste was definitely not beef or any, anything that I was expecting. So yeah, I think because of that, like first scarring experience with it, I've never really taken to it. Now, so ever since then, you haven't really eaten it. No, I think, uh, yeah, no, I think I've been offered it. Uh, many times, but don't eat Do it. Do you know what a yeah. uh, a Nixon roll is? No. So at sushi, especially in a, a place uh, called Toriton, they do a Nixon roll, and it's a sushi roll with cream cheese, um, some cucumber, and it's wrapped in eel. Unagi. Unagi, yeah. And really? It's a Nixon roll. It's really big. And oh, it looks really I've good. seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I recommend, didn't know that was a name. I recommend you should try that. Why is it called Nixon Roll? That's a good question. Yeah, I should uh, have to look should, that up. Yeah, I'm going to ask them. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so that's unagi. 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 My last one okay. um, is going to be monjayaki. Monjayaki. Do you know what that is? Monja. Monja. Ah, maybe I. It, mm, maybe not. It's like uh, it's like a runny. Batter. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, I do. Kind of like okonomiyaki. But that's on there, that list is like a strange food? Yeah. Oh, really? Because I didn't think it was strange. There's like a bunch of monja restaurants, obviously, downtown. I didn't know it was considered like a strange food. Well, I think it's strange (laughs) if you're a foreigner. (laughs) Because it looks like vomit. (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, I guess, but, well, yeah. And uh, this is the food... Uh, probably one of the only Japanese foods that I really don't like. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I think it's gross. <laughs> oh, <really? Okay. laughs> not not because it looks like vomit, but I think because it tastes like vomit too. <laughs> oh, really? I was uh, when I was first teaching here. I got uh, I was kind of close to this high school kid, and he was like uh, going to graduate from high school and leave Sapporo. So he was like, uh, "I want to go out to eat," and I was like, oh, "I can't really go out with students, even though I was like a male student, anyways." Um, but, uh, I was like, ah, oh, forget about it. Like you're taking off. He was really fun in class and stuff. So he went to, he took me to like a Monja restaurant right near the school. And, uh, yeah, he, uh, to be honest, I don't know if I've had it since then, but, um, I mean, he liked it so much. I didn't really think much about it. I didn't think it was disgusting or how it looked or anything. I just kind of looked at it as a different type of okonomiyaki or something. But yeah. So yeah. You, you liked it. I don't remember not liking it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's I just I just thought it was really weird because, yeah, there's not much to it. Like, there's not there's nothing in it. It's just literally runny batter with some some uh, some vegetables, um, pan fried, and then uh, but it's not filling at all, so it doesn't feel like a meal. 
I remember I went um, to a restaurant with my friend probably um, probably about two years ago, and it was the first time I had it. And she really wanted to eat. She's like, oh, I want to go to Monjaki. You know, she missed it. And I was like, okay, I, I don't know what it is, but I'll, I'll go along. And then it just come out. And I was like, what? This is it? We're going to eat vomit for lunch? And then literally, like, as soon as we finished that, none of us were full. So we went to, like, a different izakaya next door straight away. And that's been my only experience with Monjaki. Maybe it, maybe the restaurant wasn't that good. Maybe there's better tasting Monjakis, but... Yeah, I didn't like it. Oh, really? Mm. How about, uh, can I give an honorable mention? I don't know if you're getting to the end of your list or not. No, that's it. That's my list. All right. I just want to mention one because I think we're probably close to time. Yeah. Uh, I don't even remember what the name of it is, but do you ever eat raw egg on rice? Sometimes, actually. Yeah. I actually had it Yeah, recently, maybe like last week was the uh, maybe my first time. Yeah, mix up a uh, egg, put some soy sauce in it, and then pour that over rice and eat it. We actually used to eat that in our own household growing up oh. uh, as kids. Uh, is there a name for it? There is, and I could probably search here in a second. But but yeah, it's this really simple dish of where you take a raw egg, mix, uh, you know, whip it up like you were going to make scrambled eggs or something. Pour some soy sauce in that though after it's mixed up, and just pour it over egg. And uh, yeah, it's a really common dish. Obviously, I think it's considered a bit of a poor man's food or something. Obviously, because it doesn't take much for the ingredients and it's not expensive. But a lot of people have that just as a quick uh, meal in the morning or something to get ready or get going. Uh, this season on Terrace House, a Japanese TV show about people living together, they went to like a special restaurant in Tokyo where they had like a variety of all these different types of eggs. And it was just... Uh, uh, to have that dish as the meal, you know? So it was like wow. a specialty restaurant. A restaurant just for that dish. <laughs> yeah. And it was kind of like teased uh, that they a little bit that they went there. They kind of joked about it a little bit. But, uh, but yeah, so yeah, there's a restaurant uh, just for having that type of dish. So what is it? It's rice and then just crack an egg on top. Well, you mix up the uh, egg in like a separate bowl, just like you're going to mix up for scrambled eggs. And then you also put some soy sauce on top of the egg in that bowl. And then, yeah, you uh, pour the egg onto the rice. I know a lot of people like to crack a raw egg over a gudon, like a beef bowl. But that's for, for that way, are they just cracking the egg straight on? Or are they mixing it as well and then pouring it in? Uh, you mix that. You mix that one too, and and the egg in that case tends to cook a little bit because yeah. uh, the meat is uh, the rice is so hot. But yeah, I usually order my uh, my gudon at a place like Yoshinoya. Yeah. With, uh, I'll get it with the raw egg and also with the onions, yeah. chopped onions. It, it, took, it took me a while to to get used to the putting the raw egg in because I'm not used to just eating raw egg, I guess. But it is really good. Yeah, I do like it, and I think. Next time I go to, yeah, Yoshinoi, I'm going to get that raw egg and cracked on top of the beef bowl. Yeah, yeah for sure. It's definitely good. Yeah, it's called Tamago Kake Gohan. Mm, all right, all right. yeah. I think, I'm, I think I'm not going to eat that for lunch, actually. Sounds Make, good. Get, getting hungry. So, well, we're about that time, but I think we have time to read out a review that we received by email. This one's from Mike. Mike. So his uh, his title is Thanks. Hey there. I just wanted to say thank you for your podcast. I live in Europe and have always been fascinated by Japan because I basically grew up with anime and manga. I recently visited the country and I found it even nicer than I thought. 
Although I'll probably never move there, hearing you guys talk about life in Japan makes me feel like I'm there with you. Thanks a lot. Cheers, Mike. And that's really cool. I think we say that, and even cooler that, like, you know, you can get a little bit of Japan from the podcast and things that we talk about and the guests that we have on. And that's a really, really nice review, man. Appreciate that. Yeah, thanks, Mike. Um, his name, I don't know where he's from in Europe, but his name is uh, Michel Batassi. All right. Yeah, maybe Italian or something. But uh, thanks a lot, Mike. Thanks a lot for that very nice review. And uh, hope everyone enjoyed today's episode about some strange and unique food that you may or may have never heard of. And I uh, hope to catch you next time. Thanks. Thank you.